Hey, I'm Nick. Hey, I'm Amelia. And we're in Sylvanesso. Hey. Hey. We're Sylvanesso. We're Sylvanesso. You listen to KNC. For those of our listeners who weren't able to see your panel on streaming music and giving away music online, do you want to give us a brief summary of what you guys talked about there? I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff. It was just kind of about the nature of being uh, a musician right now and how the internet um, affects the marketplace. And so, I mean, that's just such a big issue, and there's so many ways to deal with it. And uh, we got into all sorts of stuff. Um, uh, Andrew from Potholes in My Blog, I think, was a was you know probably my favorite person to listen to. He just had so many interesting things to say about the nature of like generating clicks and stuff like that. I never think about. Um, but yeah, I think I think it'd be tough to distill that one into a into a statement. Uh, it's our it's our total it's our life it's our job. It's you know it's like the only thing we it's the thing we care the most about. You know, so it, we're in a huge time of, of shift in the, in the business of music um, and the way that people take it in. And so I think then when, when that's, when music is your, you know, the biggest part of your career and, and your life, that a change of that magnitude is like something you can't just brush off. Right. And you're a national scale band for sure. You've been reviewed by um, Spin and then you've been on Pitchfork for and you guys did a huge national tour with Minor Alps and Volcano Choir and Y and all these really fun, exciting bands. Even The Love Language, you guys will be playing with um, on Friday and Saturday. How does it feel to go from bands like Megaphone and Mountain Man and then maybe trying to start up a new band and just skipping the whole local scene to begin with and just being fired into the national scene? Because you guys are so nationally recognized and I love it. Oh. Well, I, I mean, in in some ways, I feel like we we dove right into the national scene, but at the same time, we're we definitely came to North Carolina to start this band. So I feel a very particular kinship to Durham, North Carolina, or in terms of that that's the birthplace of of our band. Right. Oh, and well, like but, being yeah. on Trekkie is like you know Durham, Durham, Triangle, Triangle. Well, I think there's still, I mean, the one thing that I love about the area is that it seems like everybody who's working is working at a really high level. So, uh, like, there's just so much music and, and creative, creative output here um, that's all, you know, really, really at, at the top level of, of, you know, being pro and, and what people are trying to do. And, um, it's very cool. I think for us, like, we've been obviously doing touring and doing music for a very long time, but it definitely feels like, you know, to get back to your earlier point, it's really, we feel really lucky and it's really rewarding to have it be working so well so soon. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I mean, it's, it's definitely like we feel really confident in what we're doing. So it's, it's nice to have, you know, that be reflected back at us and have things work out uh, a lot easier maybe than they have in the past. Um, but it all feels like a really logical progression, I think, for us. Does that make sense? I'm kind of rambling here for now. No, I see that. That's really that's really interesting. Um, yeah, I, I I think of you guys as really serious musicians. Whenever you guys perform, it's um, even even your dancing 
is it's so serious and so interesting. I love it. Um, everything's super premeditated and and calculated. And I think my favorite thing to do is sit around and, and YouTube your videos and watch the live performances. Uh, the Moog one being my favorite. How fun was it to hang out at Moog? That was so fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you guys uh, do the tour? Did you buy a million things? For the Moog video? Yeah. Oh, we that was just, um, they have... Uh, like their they little studio. studio, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so they, I had been there before um, with Megafon to do one. You can look it up on their website. There's a Megafon Moog session. Um, and so I knew the guy through that, and uh, Mountain Man, Amuse Van, had, had played... Moogfest before, despite their lack of electronics. Inexplicably. <laughs> um, <laughs> Listen, that Moogfest yeah. lineup is funny with the, the lack of electronics. When you see a band like Magnetic Fields going up, and you're like, oh. mm -hmm, yeah, totally. Well, I feel like Magnetic um, Fields can kind of do anything. That's true. They can show up <laughs> anywhere, yeah. and everyone will be like, thank you for being here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, we, we just knew them uh, through that, and we were they were, you know, early uh, fans, which is super lucky for us, and just mm -hmm. to come do it. And it was, it was a really fun opportunity to go, just go and, like, drool all over all their gear. Uh, <laughs> which is exactly what we did. That's what I pictured in my head. <laughs> yeah, we walk into the Moog studio and kind of turn into Basset Hounds. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's, like, only staffed by total nerds, which is awesome, because then, like, Baby. they're all equally excited, you know, about getting to use, you know, a a Voyager XL or what you know, like whatever crazy, super spendy piece of Mo gear that you know we would never be able to buy. It was really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, I I love I love going there and touching all the equipment and pretending I'm going to own it one day. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah, so I so I want to talk about you guys' sound a little bit. Uh, a lot of people have described it as folky with a ton of electronica in the back. Um, and just. <laughs> Okay, well, cool it. Uh, and then, um, at coming from bands like Mountain Man and Megaphon, it just seems so different. Uh, you being the bass player and you singing in Mountain Man. Um, how how did you sit down and say, all right, we're going to make a cool electronic-y band now that we're going to dance to? Well, I've, I've been doing electronic music for a long time, kind of on a, on a back burner. But any time I play solo, I always do... Uh, electronic stuff. Uh, it's, it's something I've I've always been really into, especially instrumental hip hop. Um, Similarly, it's always been a dream of mine to make pop music. Oh, and to make, and to make, I said similar. Similarly, it's always been a dream of mine to make pop music and to make music that makes people dance. Just because that's being in a room filled with dancing people is one of the loveliest places to be. Um. Yeah, well, so we, we did this remix a little while ago. Uh, uh, we did Play It Right. It was actually a remix that I did for, uh, for, Mountain, Man. for Mountain Man back when that was, uh, you know, still fitted to be a Mountain Man song. Uh, and I think that just kind of, like, sparked the idea that we could do something like that together, uh, you know, by choice more than by kind of accident, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, I think that song kind of always wanted to be a pop song. You know, I, I think Amelia, at least you've talked about. I think even when you first brought up the idea of doing a remix to me before any of this happened, you were like, you know, mentioned that it kind of wanted to be a pop song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's cool. I feel like a lot of artists come here and are like, yeah, we we really wanted to be pop artists. And, you know, then we had feelings and this is what came out. And I, I, I think Class Actress, CSS, and Los Campesinos are three bands that I've interviewed that were like, yeah, this is our version of a pop album. We wanted to make a pop album. I, just, I think we definitely did want to make a pop record. I mean, like, we, we were both really interested in, in doing something that was, you know, as smart as we could make it and as accessible as we could make it. Everyone's jamming. That, <laughs> People are jamming. Believe me. We want more songs to jam to. Speaking of, when are more songs going to surface? Soon. Come on! It's <laughs> <laughs> like the question it. of my life. We're working on it. We're working on it. I love you guys so much, but my roommates hate you because I sit around in my living room and dance to that freaking 12-inch every day. <laughs> Hopefully in March. Okay, yeah, we, March. We just finished our record. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I'm going to hold so you too, much. We're March. figuring out how that's going to come out this spring right now. At the show, we'll be playing We'll be playing a couple of new songs that will also be on the record that we've never played before. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm so excited. I'm going to go do jumping jacks outside when I'm done with this interview and tell the world. <laughs> but. <laughs> but, yeah, the idea right now is to put on another 12-inch in March and then hopefully have the record out in May. But, uh, you know, that's that's our ideal time frame. So we haven't, we haven't locked anything down yet. That's this guy's time frame. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are going to release music videos and stuff too then, I suppose? Hopefully. Yes. That's, do it. That's the idea. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes. I am. Wow. What a pleasant surprise. I thought that was your sarcasm and I was going to cry a little bit. No way. What do you think we're doing? Just like hanging out and like eating ramen noodles over here? No. I don't know what you do with your time. I don't want to criticize if you're just sitting around and I don't know, eating bonbons. That's fine. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're also sitting and eating ramen, but we've also finished a record. (laughs) Perfect. And you will, you for sure will be showing up at King's um, on Friday and Saturday night. Are you guys going to dress up? Because I don't want to look like a fool in the audience and I don't think anyone else does. Oh, dude. Yes. What are you wearing? Totally dressing up. We love an excuse to dress up. What are you wearing? An excuse to wear a tie as a as a slacker is great, in my opinion. (laughs) Mm Hmm. Okay. Yeah. No. We're we're definitely dressed up. I think we're we're going to be we're decorating the whole place. It's going to be crazy. Like there's a photo booth. It's going to be it's going to be so much fun. Ooh, decorations. I'll bring candy canes. Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. Okay. Perfect. Um, okay, so I'm just going to ask one last question, and then I'm going to edit this up and get it sent out. Um, and this is the question that I asked you at Hopscotch, but it is a question that we ask every interviewee of 2013. And my friends, it is still sadly 2013. All right. If, as musicians, you were a room, what room would you be? If you give me the same answer, I will cry and I will edit it to be something crazy, like a sex dungeon. A, a room? A room. You've you've answered this already, and it was a treehouse with a refrigerator in it. True. With a refrigerator in it? <laughs> yeah. My goodness. I mean, that with was a the, with the bathroom. I'm just going to say, that was a great call. It was that, and it was with a half bath. Because apparently oh, a half bath. Oh, you got to love a half bath. Half bath <laughs> under a stairway? Yeah. You got to love a half bath. That's exactly. With the teeny sink in it. 
<laughs> Amelia, I feel like I feel like we should go with the room you showed me earlier, uh, that concert dancing hall. Oh yeah, we would be the guiding star at Grange in Greenfield, Massachusetts. That is so specific. <laughs> Describe well, this room. Look it up on, if you look it up on, on, on the internet, you will see that it is a beautiful room with one of the last remaining sprung floors in the Northeast. Okay. <laughs> Which means you can jump up and down on it and not hurt your bones. It's ideal for contra dancing, which is something Amelia is super into. Indeed. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Perfect. I hope they'll be contra dancing on Friday night. Please. Dude, how dope would that be? That would be so that would, that would be dope for sure. Don't even don't even play. We will take it there in a right. heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I want it. I've called we just a need to find who do we know that's above the age of seventy and plays the fiddle? I mean, that's really the question. Oh come on! There's so many fiddle playing babes here. You need to come do a contra <laughs> with me one day, Nick. I swear. You <laughs> I'm down, dude. You'll see the extent of beautiful, skinny young men that can play the fiddle in this town. Oh boy! I think that I think that we need to make this happen. I think we need to we need to bring this scene up. Swoon! Oh wow! Yeah. You guys are champions of the country dancing scene here in in the Triangle. I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well this this spiraled out of control. Goodbye. No, uh uh-uh, you're doing that again. That was terrible. (laughs) Hey! Okay. Hang on, I'm going to come out and look at you while we we do this. Wait, hold on. So we're saying... Hold on, are you guys doing the interview on separate phones in different rooms in the same place? Yeah, Yeah, dude. You guys aren't in the same room when you're on the phone with me? Well, no, it sounds weird because there's delay. There's like this weird echo. You guys are so weird. That's weird. You're weird, Anne. You're, you're, you're weird. KNC's weird. Whatever. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, say goodbye. Ready? Goodbye! From, from Silvernestone! <laughs> that was so perfect. That was perfect. That was so perfect. Okay, awesome. Thank you guys so much for talking to me. I'll see you guys on Friday. Bye, love. Bye. Bye. See ya.